Um, Father, I pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. If you would, give the Lord a hand praise this morning. All right. Praise God. Amen. Today, as they put my topic on the board, I want to talk to you about something. I want to talk to you this morning about identity theft. Identity theft. Amen. And one thing that we come to realize is that we're in a day and age where identity theft is something that is becoming more common each and every day. In fact, according to statistics, the majority of identity theft victims are people that don't even realize that they have become a victim until it begins to negatively impact their lives. You know, many people don't find out that their identities have been stolen until they're contacted by a financial institute or they discover some kind of suspicious activity on their accounts, amen? Although as we look and we see, we begin to realize, amen, that identity theft is something that is increasing dramatically, amen? And this is something they say one out of every 50 individuals is encounters identity theft. Well, I want to try to talk to you about that concerning not only identity theft in the natural, but I want to talk to you about it in the spiritual today. Because one thing about it, as we read, is that the enemy says that the Bible says that the enemy comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He comes to steal, he comes to kill, and he comes to destroy. And when we're talking about identity, whether you know it or not, identity is actually the door to your destiny. I'm going to repeat that again. Your identity is the door to your destiny. And one thing about it is that the enemy knows that he's already defeated. The enemy knows what his fate is. He knows, amen, where, what, how this thing ends up. And he knows, amen, that the only way that he can begin to get to you is to begin to affect your destiny. And he knows that the way that he can affect your destiny is to begin to steal your identity. Now, the Bible says, amen, that the devil is a liar, that he is the father of lies, and the enemy will come and attack your mind concerning who you are in Christ and what God has said about you. And one reason why people aren't walking in the destiny that God has for their life is because they have allowed the enemy to come in and begin to steal their identity in who they are in Christ. Are y'all with me today? And when we're talking about identity and we're talking about destiny, identity is the sum total of all the decisions that we make. On what do we base our decisions and why do we do what we do? Amen. In the common denominator, even when it comes to people making bad decisions, amen, it's all based on their identity. Are y'all with me today? And so identity is the key to your destiny, amen. And one thing about it is when you begin to know who you are, confidence begins to rise up in you, amen. And then you know what the next step is for your life. 
And so when I talk about this, the goal of the enemy is to steal the identity of the believers. Because if Satan can get you to forget about who you are, then you'll also forget about what God has for you to do. Are y'all with me today? When your identity is stolen, amen, then you can begin to steal your destiny that God has for your life. Are y'all with me today? And so I want to help you today to get your life back. Are y'all with me today? And the fact is, is you just have to begin to know who you are. And I want to give you some biblical solutions in order to prevent identity theft in your spiritual walk. Are y'all with me today? See, the devil will no longer be able to steal your identity when you truly begin to know who you are in Christ. See, the devil can't tell me about who I am today. Can I get an amen? Because I know what the Bible says, which is the word of God, amen, which is the truth that will set me free. See, the devil can't keep me in bondage today, amen. He can't determine and dictate my future and my destiny because I have lined up my identity with who Christ says that I am according to the word of God. And one thing about it is when you begin to find out who your identity is, amen, then, ever, then your destiny will follow. Can I get an amen? So don't worry so much about your destiny, but worry about your identity. Can I get an amen? Don't worry so much about what you need to be doing. Amen. Be worried about who you are. Can I get an amen? Because when you find out who you are, then you're going to find out what you're supposed to be doing. Amen. But the enemy wants to come and steal our identity. He wants to begin to rob us from what God has. Amen. Are y'all with me today? Because when he steals your identity... You forget about your destiny. Somebody say, don't let me forget, Lord. And when we're talking about identity theft, amen, even in this country, it's a serious thing, amen. You know, even visiting through airports, uh, now when people come into this country, they fingerprint them, all the people that are coming to this country, and they put them into a system and the reason is, is because they want to know who they are. Amen. Because your identity tells us, amen, who you are. And your identity, who you are, is going to tell us how you're going to act. Are y'all with me today? Because your identity tells us how you're going to act. So don't tell me what you do. Amen. You might say, well, I'm a plumber, I'm a nurse, amen. No, tell me who you are. Because there's something about identity that's linked to destiny, amen. Tell me who you are and I'm going to tell you what you're supposed to be doing. Are y'all with me today? Now, when we look at it in America, every 79 seconds, there's an identity theft victim, amen, that's, that, that uh, has been stolen their identity, Amen. And over the past few years, there's been a massive identity theft crisis in our nation. And this is something that's happened in the natural, but it's also happened in the spiritual. See, one thing that the enemy wants to do is come in, amen, especially these younger generations, amen, and, and confuse them and steal their identity. 
you know, young people are trying to find out who they are. Amen. They're trying to find out where they fit in. They, and that's why it's so important for us to begin to share with them the gospel of Jesus Christ and let them see who they are in Christ. Amen. And know that they're a child of God. Praise the Lord. And not let the world tell them about who they are. And not let the devil tell them about who they are. But the same is even the same way as us as adults. Amen. Are y'all with me today? Because the devil has unleashed a deceptive tool in a massive identity theft conspiracy. Amen. Because if he can't get you, if he can just get you for just a moment to forget who you are, then he can get you to make decisions based on your emotion and not based on your identity. Can I get an amen? Somebody say God is good. And they say one out of every 50 people fall victim to identity theft. And as a result, amen, it takes these victims, it's the, I mean, the, the, the statistics say it takes a victim about an average of $1,500 to repair the damage and to put back together, amen, what's been taken. Are y'all with me today? So I want to talk to you a little bit about this today. I want to talk to you about identity theft because I feel like there's some folks in the body of Christ that the devil has begin to steal their identity. And as a result, they're not walking in their destiny. And as a result, it's creating them to do things that don't line up with who they are. See, if I forget that I'm a child of God, if I forget that I'm born again, if I forget, amen, that God has overcome sin in my life, praise the Lord, if I forget that I, amen am who I am, then the devil can begin to trick me into doing some things that I have no business doing. Can I get an amen? And it's because I forget what my identity is. You know, you can spend your whole life building your credit and building your identity. Amen. And all it takes is one moment that somebody steals your identity and your whole future can be destroyed for years. Are y'all with me today? And the same thing that can happen in the spiritual realm. You can spend your entire life building your spiritual identity, but all it takes is one moment to forget who you are and to make a decision that will take you years to fix. See, identity is a powerful thing. Because when you learn who you are, you're going to stop wandering around and asking what the next step is from my life. Just figure out who you are and what you do becomes natural, amen, with it. Are y'all with me today? See, that's one thing about it. I figured out who I was. I was a child of God. I was a servant of the Lord, amen. Are y'all with me today? And I'm called by God. I want to talk to you just a little bit about a couple examples. Now, I, I already know y'all are familiar with Moses. And y'all are familiar with God, whenever God began to put the call of God on Moses' life, and God showed up to Moses, and he spoke to Moses through a burning bush. And he began to tell Moses what he wanted him to do. And he says, you're going to go, and you're going to set my people free. You're going to go, amen, and you're going to take them out of Egypt out of captivity, amen, and you're going to take them into freedom and into, amen, out of bondage and into the destiny that they have. And Moses says this, amen, he says, what am I going to tell them? And he says, you're going to tell them, amen, that the I am sent you. 
Come on now. He says, you tell them, amen, in chapter 3 of Exodus, he, you tell them that I am who I am. And you tell them that I am sent you. Now, I want you to look at this because you say, well, what was God doing here? Because Moses wasn't asking to tell what are you going to do for us, amen? Because you tell us your actions, tell us your actions, your destiny, what kind of God are you going to be? In other words, who are you? Because your identity will tell me who you are going to be. Now, I want to go on a little further with this, amen? Because he tells him, I am sent you. He says, I am sent you. Now, now back to my scripture in 2 Samuel, in verse chapter 11. See, one thing about it is, y'all, we were talking about King David. David was the king of Israel. Amen? He was the king of Israel. That was who he was. God had anointed him as king. And the Bible said in Samuel chapter 11 and verse 1, it said, Then it happened in the spring at the time when kings go out to battle that David sent Joab and his servants with him in all Israel, and they destroyed the sons of Ammon and besieged Rabbah. But David stayed at Jerusalem. Now what happened is in a moment, for just a moment, David forgot that I am king. David forgot that he was kings because kings don't stay home at spring, but they go out into battle. Are y'all with me today? Now, I want you to look at this for just a moment because sometimes if we forget who we are and we forget that we're a child of God... If we forget that we were bought with the blood of Jesus, if we forget, amen, that God is holy, so we shall be holy, praise the Lord. If we forget for a moment who we are, it can begin to create us not to do what we're supposed to be doing. Can I get an amen? amen. And this is what took place right here. Because your identity determines your destiny. It determines it. It determines how you act. It determines what you do. Amen. And for a split second, David said, oh, for, he forgot that I, he was a king. And he says, I'm staying at home. But the Bible says that, amen, kings were to go to war at that time. And if he would have been at war doing what he was supposed to be doing, how we all know he wouldn't have got caught up, amen, playing around with Bathsheba when she was bathing up on the top of the house can I get an amen see he forgot who he was and it created him to do something that he had no business doing can I get an amen and if the devil can get you to forget that you're a child of God amen that your identity is in Christ amen you might find yourself doing some things that you have no business doing in your life Are y'all with me today? He forgot, amen. And because of a momentary lapse, amen, he forgets who he was, and he watched Bathsheba sunbathe. And because of his forgetfulness, because of that moment, amen, he made a decision that created him to kill Uriah, and it created him to have blood on his hands to where he couldn't even build the temple that God had for him. Are y'all with me today? 
Somebody say, God is good. How many times are people willing to sacrifice their destiny for a momentary pleasure of forgetting who they are? Somebody say, God is good. And that's why the enemy wants to get you to forget who you are. Somebody say, don't forget. I want to share with you another example for just a moment. Y'all are familiar with the story of Jesus? When Jesus was baptized by John the Baptist. And Jesus came out of those baptism waters. And God opened up the heavens. And the Bible says that the Spirit of God come upon him like a dove. And right there at that moment... Amen. God began to speak to Jesus. Now, prior to that, God hadn't spoke to Jesus while he was on this earth. But right there, he says to him, amen. He says, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. Now, I want you to think about that for a moment. Because one thing about it is when we're talking about baptism, baptism is actually identifying yourself with Christ. It's identifying yourself with Christ. And Jesus understood this, amen. And we understand that identity is related to destiny, amen. So here we are, he's getting ready to enter into his destiny, right? He was getting ready to enter into his purpose for being here on this earth. He was getting ready, amen, in order to walk into his ministry. And and, and we see what begins to take place. I'm going somewhere with this for just a moment, amen. And he tells him, he says, this is my son. This is the son of God whom I am well pleased So right there, he began to reconfirm to Jesus what his identity was. And then shortly after that, amen, once he began to communicate that, he said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased, amen. And then immediately after that, the Bible says that Jesus was then led into the wilderness, amen, by the Spirit, where he was tempted by Satan, amen, and where he fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. Now, I want you to look at this for a moment, amen, because when he was tempted by Satan, there was three times that Satan tried to begin to tempt him. And when we look at it, amen, we begin to see the areas that were attacked, And I want to share this with you in Matthew chapter 4 in verse 3 because what Satan began to attack on the front end was the identity of who Jesus was. Will you put that scripture up there in chapter 4 in verse 3? And the tempter came and he said to him, If you are the Son of God... Right there, he began to attack Jesus' identity. He says, if you are the Son of God, then command that these stones become bread. 
In other words, the temptation to challenge the identity. Do you know who you are? And this is what Satan was trying to do. Amen. He says, do you know who you are? And if you're the son of God, then turn these stones to bread. Amen. In other words, he was saying compromise for momentary pleasure. And Jesus says, no, no, no. There's no compromise in me because I know who I am. Because my identity is secure. I am the son of God. Amen. And so something, I'm not going to. So he passed the first test. Are y'all with me today? Now look over here in verse 6. Then the devil says, if you are the son of God, then throw yourself down, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you. On their hands they will bear you up, and so that you will not strike your foot against stone. Amen. So the devil says, if you're the son of God, then throw yourself down and have the angels catch you. In other words, again, he was tempting him. Amen. Do you know who you are? Do you know your identity? And, of course, Jesus was probably saying, I know who I am. I know we can move on. Come on now. I'm the son of God. Let's move on to something else. Are y'all with me today? And here we are. God is watching Satan challenge his identity in these different areas. But there's a time when you know who you are. See, Jesus knew who he was. When you know who you are. You're not going to be able to fall for every temptation that Satan throws at you. See, the devil can't tell me to go out there and do something stupid. Hello, somebody. Because I know who I am. If I forget that I'm a husband, then I might commit adultery. But I know that I'm a husband, so there's no need for me to commit adultery. If I forget that I am a man of God, then I might find myself doing something that a man of God has no business doing. But I don't forget that I'm a man of God. And as a result, I'm not going to be playing around in areas and things that I don't have no business doing. Because the enemy will come and attack. And he will attack your identity concerning who you are. And if he can get you to forget for a moment, he can get you to make some mistakes that are really stupid and detrimental to your life see you've got to know who you are in Christ I'm a child of God I got the power of God in me I'm anointed amen I'm more than a conqueror I'm the victor praise the Lord amen I'm above and not believe I'm the head and not the tail are y'all with me today Some of you let the devil steal your identity. That's why you're out there playing around in sin. That's why you're falling every other week. Because you don't know who you are in Christ. (laughs) Because the devil done stole from you for a minute. Because if you remember who you are, you wouldn't be doing that. Some of you are walking around with identity crisis. (laughs) No, you're a child of God. You're a man of God. You're a woman of God. So you conduct yourself like one. Are y'all with me today? He tries to get us to forget. 
He tries to steal our identity from us for a minute. Somebody say, God is good. And if he can get us to forget, if he can steal that identity, then he can affect our decision-making and he can affect our destiny. Some of you have identity theft going on in your life. The devil comes to steal. He comes to kill and he comes to destroy. But Jesus said, I came to give life and life abundantly. But you've got to know who you are in Christ. You've got to know what the Bible says about you. See, Jesus knew that he was the Messiah. Jesus knew that he was Emmanuel. God is with us. And when God came and he spoke out of those baptism water, he said, this is my son whom I'm well pleased. Those are the only words that he shared. Because when it was the son of God, then they knew the destiny that God had for him. Are y'all with me today? And God has a destiny for your life. But you've got to know who you are in Christ. You've got to know what your identity is. And you can't let the devil steal it from you. Are y'all with me today? There comes a time when you've got to look Satan in the face. And you've got to say, haven't you figured out that I know who I am? See, the devil don't mess with me like he messes with other people. He doesn't come to me trying to tempt me with drugs because I'm not a drug addict anymore. <clears throat> he comes and tries to do things based on what's in your heart. That is not in my heart anymore because I believe what the Word of God says about who I am. And I'm going to walk in it. Are y'all with me today? David forgot he was a king. What if you let the devil create you to forget about you? You're a child of the king. Somebody say God is good. And then the third temptation in verse 8 of Matthew. He says again, the devil took him to very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in their glory. Next verse. And he said to him, all these things I will give you if you fall down and worship me. See, I want you to see this for a minute because if you're willing to compromise your identity and destiny for momentary pleasure, amen, then you may have forgotten who you are. Are you willing to take the easy road to achieve the same thing? That's what the devil was saying. You know, too many people I know, I'm, amen, are trying to take a shortcut how many of y'all know sometimes the destiny can cause you to take a hard road? But your confidence doesn't come from somebody patting you on the back saying, hey, you're doing a good job. 
Your confidence comes when something rises up inside of you and you know who you are. You know, I'm the pastor of this church, and that's not something arrogant, amen, but I know who I am. I know I'm the one that's called the pastor of this church, amen. Are y'all with me today? You need to know who you are. You need to know who you are in Christ, and then you'll find out what God's plan is for your life. But you can't let the devil steal that from you. Are y'all with me today? Some of you are not walking in your destiny because you're not walking in your identity. Your confidence will rise when you know who you are. Amen. I want to give you a couple examples real quick. Are y'all with me today? Maybe you can relate to this. You know, when a child looks at their parent and they say, hey, why do I have to do this or why is that? And the parent says, because I said so, I'm the dad, right? Or I'm the mom. There's confidence in that. And it's not open for debate. You're going to do what I say. I'm the parent. Amen. Well, where does that confidence come from? It comes from the identity of knowing who you are. Now, I'm going to give you another example on the flip side, okay? I'm going to give you another example. Let's just say you're dealing with a situation where you're the step-parent, right? Okay? You're this, you have a step-parent relationship. And as a result, sometimes when you're the step-parent, it can create you to not be as confident. Why? Because you're questioning your identity. Am I the real parent? Can I discipline this child? Do they look at me as the point of authority? And as a result, all of a sudden, you're not walking in the same air of confidence because you're looking for your identity. Are y'all with me today? There's confidence knowing that you're the parent. But if you're the step-parent, you might not have as much confidence, amen, until you kind of get comfortable with things and come to realize, hey, I'm the parent here. Has anybody been in that situation? And it's all because of the confidence of identity and knowing who you are. When you know you're the mother, when you know you're the father, praise the Lord, it's going to give you that confidence. When I know that I'm the pastor, it's going to give me that confidence, praise the Lord. And when you know who you are in Christ, it's going to give you that confidence. Somebody say, God is good. And that's why the enemy attacks that area. Are y'all with me today? It's the same way when you look at somebody that's going through a midlife crisis, right? Or a mom who has trouble when all the kids move out the house. And the reason why they have trouble is because they're searching for identity. Because who I am, amen, is I'm not just a mom with kids in the house anymore. And so as a result, they have an identity crisis. Are y'all with me today? But we need to have identity when we know we, who we are, then our destiny is laid out before us. It's made clear. In other words, we've got to, amen, too many people in the body of Christ that are making dumb decisions because for a moment they're forgetting who they are. Hello. Somebody look at your name and say, find out who you are. And the way you find out who you are 
is by what the Word of God says you are. Because if that's who I am, then that's going to show how I'm going to act. Hello. Are y'all with me today? I'm a man of God. I'm not a drug addict. Hello. I'm a husband. Amen. I'm not a whoremonger. Or a womanizer. Hello. Are y'all with me today? You know, people who have been delivered and set free, they don't go back. Are y'all with me today? Somebody say God is good. Quit letting the devil try to steal your identity. There's going to be confidence that rises up inside of you. Worship team, will you come forward? The way that you protect yourself from identity theft, amen, is you know who you are. You've got to know what God says about you. You've got to know who you're identified with. God says you're a child of God. In fact, I'm going to share with you a scripture. Amen. And the scripture tells us about who we are. Look at 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. He says, but you are. Somebody say, I am. I am. You are a chosen race. You are a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. You are a people for God's own possession. So that you may proclaim the excellences of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Next verse. For you once were not a people, but now you are the people of God. You had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. See, he's telling us something right here. He's telling us some awesome things about you. He says, you are chosen by God. You know, the Bible says, amen, you didn't choose me, but I chose you. And I appointed you to go and to bear fruit and fruit that will last. You are chosen by God. In other words, God's the one that initiated the relationship, not us. Amen. He wasn't a reluctant participant, but he's the author. He's the finisher of the whole thing. Amen. Are y'all with me today? 
In other words, you're not defined by your struggles, but the Father's destiny for you. And he says, you are a royal priesthood. Amen. In other words, you have access, amen, to the Father by his own design. In the Old Testament, only the priests were the ones that would go, amen, to God. Praise the Lord. Amen. They were the ones that would make the sacrifice. They were the ones that would, amen, offer up the incense, amen, of prayer. But the Bible says, you're a royal priesthood. You're chosen by God. You're a holy nation. Amen. In other words, amen. We're not behaving. Are y'all with me today in holiness? But we're in. Are y'all with me today? Your whole life. Amen. Your identity is to be holy. And since we are in Christ, we're holy people. We're children of the light. And he goes on to say this in verse 11. Can you put it up there? He says, Beloved, I urge you as aliens and strangers to abstain from fleshly lusts, which wage war against the soul. Amen. Are y'all with me today? God is good. Amen. Come on, stand to your feet. give you three steps and I'm going to close with this. Number one, know what the battle